Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today's reading is found in Jeremiah chapters 32 through 34. The following message came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the tenth year of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah. This was also the eighteenth year of the reign of King Nebuchadnezzar. Jerusalem was then under siege from the Babylonian army, and Jeremiah was imprisoned in the courtyard of the guard in the royal palace. King Zedekiah had put him there, asking why he kept giving this prophecy. This is what the Lord says, I am about to hand the city over to the king of Babylon, and he will take it. King Zedekiah will be captured by the Babylonians and taken there taken to meet the king of Babylon face to face. He will take Zedekiah to Babylon, and I will deal with him there, says the Lord. If you fight against the Babylonians, you will never succeed. At that time, the Lord sent me a message. He said, Your cousin, Hanamel, son of Shalom, will come and say to you, Buy my field at Antaloth. By law, you have the right to buy it before it is offered to anyone else. Then, just as the Lord had said he would, my cousin Hanamel came and visited me in the prison. He said, Please buy my field at Hanahoth in the land of Benjamin. By law, you have the right to buy it before it is offered to anyone else. So buy it for yourself. Then I knew that the message I had heard was from the Lord. So I bought the field from Hanahoth, paying Hanahamel 17 pieces of silver for it. I signed and sealed the deed of purchase before witnesses weighed out the silver and paid him. Then I took the sealed deed and an unsealed copy of the deed, which contained the terms and conditions of the purchase, and I handed them to Baruch, son of Nerari, the grandson of Meshahiel. I did this in the presence of my cousin Hanamel, the witnesses who had signed the deed, and all the men of Judah who were there in the courtyard of the guardhouse. Then I said to Baruch, as they all listened, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Take both the sealed deed and the unsealed copy and put it into the pottery jar to preserve them for a long time. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Someday people will again own property here in this land and will buy and sell houses and vineyards and fields. Then after I gave the papers to Barak... I prayed to the Lord. O Sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. You show unfailing love to thousands, but you also bring the consequences of one generation's sin upon the next. You are the great and powerful God, the Lord of heaven's armies. You have all wisdom and do great and mighty miracles. You see the conduct of all people, and you give them what they deserve. 
You perform miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt, things still remembered to this day. And you have continued to do great miracles in Israel and all around the world. You have made your name famous to this day. You brought Israel out of Egypt with mighty signs and wonders, with a strong hand and a powerful arm, and with overwhelming terror. You gave the people of Israel this land that you had promised their ancestors long before, a land flowing with milk and honey. Our ancestors came and conquered it and lived in it, but they refused to listen to obey you or follow your word. They have not done anything you commanded. That is why you have sent this terrible disaster upon them. See how the siege ramps have been built against the city walls. Through war, famine, and disease, the city will be handed over to the Babylonians who will conquer it. Everything has happened just as you said. And yet, O sovereign Lord, you have told me to buy the field paying good money for it because these wit- before these witnesses, even though the city will soon be handed over to the Babylonians. Then this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. I am the Lord, the God of all the peoples of the world. Is anything too hard for me? Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I will hand the city over to the Babylonians and to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will capture it. The Babylonians outside the walls will come in and set fire to the city. They will burn down all these houses where the people provoked my anger by burning incense to Baal on the rooftops and by pouring out liquid offerings to other gods. Israel and Judah have done nothing but wrong since their earliest days. They have infuriated me with all their evil deeds, says the Lord. From the time this city was built until now, it has done nothing but anger me, so I am determined to get rid of it. The sins of Israel and Judah, the sins of the people of Jerusalem, the kings, officials, and priests, and the prophets have stirred up my anger. My people have turned their backs on me and have refused to return. Even though I diligently taught them, they would not receive instruction or obey. They have set up their abominable idols right in my own temple, defiling it. They have built pagan shrines to Baal in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, and there they sacrificed their sons and daughters to Molech. I have never commanded such a horrible deed. I have ne- It never even crossed my mind to, cro- to command such a thing. What an incredible evil causing Judah to sin so greatly. Now, I want to say something more about this city. You have been saying it will fall to the king of Babylon through war, famine, and disease. But this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I will certainly bring my people back again from all the countries where I will scatter them in my fury. 
I will bring them back to this very city and let them live in peace and safety. They will be my people and I will be their God. And I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me, and they will never leave me. I will find joy doing good for them and will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. This is what the Lord says, Just as I have brought all these calamities on them, so will I all do all the good I have promised them. Fields will again be bought and sold in this land, about which you say now say, It has been ravaged by the Babylonians, a desolate land where people and animals have all disappeared. Yes, fields will once again be bought and sold, deeds signed and sealed and witnessed in the land of Benjamin. And here in Jerusalem, in the towns of Judah and the hill country, in the foothills of Judah and in the Negev too, for someday I will restore prosperity to them. I, the Lord, have spoken." While Jeremiah was still confined in the courtyard of the guard, the Lord gave him this second message. This is what the Lord says, the Lord who made the earth, who formed and established it, whose name is the Lord. Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, You have torn down the houses of the city and even the king's palace to get materials to strengthen the walls against the siege ramps and the swords of the enemies. You expect to fight the Babylonians, but the men of this city are already as good as dead. For I have determined to destroy them in my terrible anger. I have abandoned them because of all their wickedness. Nevertheless, the time will come when I will heal Jerusalem's wounds and give it prosperity and true peace. I will restore the fortunes of Judah and Israel and rebuild their towns. I will cleanse them of their sins against me and forgive all their sins of rebellion. Then this city will bring me joy, glory, and honor before all the nations of the earth. The people of the world will see all the good I do for my people, and they will tremble with awe at the peace and prosperity I provide for them. This is what the Lord says. You have said this is a desolate land where people and animals have disappeared. Yet in the empty streets of Jerusalem and Judah, Judah's other towns, there will be heard once more the sounds of joy and laughter. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will be heard again along with the joyous songs of people bringing thanksgiving offerings to the Lord. They will sing, Give thanks to the Lord of heaven's armies, for the Lord is good, his faithful love endures forever. For I will restore the prosperity of this land 
to what it was in the past, says the Lord. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. This land, though it is now desolate and has no people and animals, will once once more have pastures where shepherds can lead their flocks. Once again, shepherds will count their flocks in the towns of the hill country, the foothills of Judah, the Negev, the land of Benjamin, the vicinity of Jerusalem, and all the towns of Judah. I, the Lord, have spoken. The day will come, says the Lord, when I will do for Israel and Judah all the good things I have promised them. In those days, and at that time, I will raise up a righteous descendant from David's line. He will do all do what is just and right throughout the land. In that day, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety, and this will be its name. The Lord is our righteousness. For this is what the Lord says. David will have his descendants sitting on the throne of Israel forever. And there will always be Levitical priests to offer burnt offerings and grain offerings and sacrifices to me. Then this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord says, If you can break my covenant with the day and the night, so that no one does not follow the other, Only then will my covenant with my servant David be broken. Only then will he no longer have a descendant to reign on his throne. The same is true for my covenant with the Levitical priests who minister before me. And as the stars of the sky cannot be counted, and the sand on the seashore cannot be measured, so I will multiply the descendants of my servant David and the Levites who minister before me. The Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, Have you noticed what the people are saying? The Lord chose Judah and Israel and then abandoned them. They are sneering and saying that Israel is not worthy to be counted as a nation. But this is what the Lord says. I would no more reject my people than I would change my laws that govern night and day, earth and sky. I will never abandon the descendants of Jacob or David, my servant, or change the plan that David's descendants will rule the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Instead, I will restore them to their land and have mercy on them. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came with all the armies from the kingdoms he ruled. He fought against Jerusalem and the towns of Judah. At that time, this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go to King Zedekiah of Judah and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I am about to hand this city over to the king of Babylon, and he will burn it down. You will not escape his grasp but will be captured and taken to meet the king of Babylon face to face. Then you will be exiled to Babylon. But listen to this promise from the Lord, O Zedekiah, king of Judah. This is what the Lord says. You will not be killed in war, but will die peacefully. 
people will burn incense in your memory, just as they did for your ancestors, the kings who preceded you. They will mourn for you, crying, Alas, our master is dead. This I have decreed, says the Lord. So Jeremiah the prophet delivered the message to King Zedekiah of Judah. At this time, the Babylonian army was besieging Jerusalem, Lachesh, and Azhal, the only fortified cities of Judah not yet captured. This message came to Jeremiah from the Lord after King Zedekiah made a covenant with the people proclaiming freedom for the slaves. He had ordered all the people to free their Hebrew slaves, both men and women. No one was to keep a fellow Judean in bondage. The officials and all the people had obeyed the king's command, but later they changed their minds. They took back the men and women they had freed, forcing them to be slaves again. So the Lord gave them this message through Jeremiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I made a covenant with your ancestors long ago when I rescued them from their slavery in Egypt. I told them that every Hebrew slave must be freed after serving six years, but your ancestors paid no attention to me. Recently you repented and did what was right following my command. You freed your slaves and made a solemn covenant with me in the temple that bears my name. But now you have shrugged off your oath and defiled my name by taking back the men and women you had freed, forcing them to be slaves once again. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Since you have not obeyed me by setting your countrymen free, I will set you free to be destroyed by war, disease, and famine. You will be an object of horror to all the nations of the earth because you have broken the terms of our covenant. I will cut you apart just as... You cut apart the calf when you walked between its calves to solemnize your vows. Yes, I will cut you apart whether you are officials of Judah or Jerusalem, court officials, priests, or common people. For you have broken your oath. I will give you to your enemies and they will kill you. Your bodies will be food for the vultures and wild animals. I will, hand King, I will hand over King Zedekiah of Judah and his officials to the army of the king of Babylon. And although they have left Jerusalem for a while, I will call the Babylonian armies back again. They will fight against the city and will capture it and burn it down. I will see to it that all the towns of Judah are destroyed, with no one living there. In these words that Jeremiah is giving to both the king and to the people, he says um, a message of hope. That while the Babylonian army was preparing to conquer and destroy Jerusalem, he says that a time is coming when joy will come to the land once again. How hard of a message this would be to, to hear, seeing destruction literally at the doorposts. 
as the Babylonians would be building their siege ramps, as they would be preparing to enter into the city, God says that joy will come again. There will be singing and laughter. There will be weddings. There will be joy once again someday. How hard, though, it would be for those people that would be seeing the enemy soldiers just outside the walls of Jerusalem, knowing that destruction was coming for them, but there would be hope for the future. We can sometimes be so focused on the the bad things of today that we forget to realize that better days are always going to come. Better days are always on the horizon. And when we are experiencing difficulty, we can know that the Lord is always faithful and that better days will come. Joy will come in our hearts once again. And therefore, we can sing the same prayer that we say, see here in Jeremiah, that we can give thanks to the Lord For the Lord is good. His faithful love endures forever. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.